who knew before we started this that looking is not only uh, an action, but it's an aggressive action. When you're witnessing right, they want you to look somewhere else. Witness Radio. We'd been crying out about family separation since 2017 and nobody would listen. Hope Border Institute in El Paso, where I was director of advocacy and research, had already documented and published that families were being separated and El Paso was the laboratory and that this seemed to reflect an emerging national policy. It wasn't until zero tolerance was officially rolled out by Jeff Sessions in April 2018 that it became the focus of unprecedented national outrage and mobilization. That's when I met Josh Rubin. He went to El Paso to attend a conference we organized called El Grito de la Frontera, the cry of the border on Labor Day weekend, 2018. Three weeks later, I got a call from him telling me he was planning to initiate a lone vigil at a detention facility for undocumented migrant youth, a place called Tornillo in the middle of the Texas desert. It came out of a kind of a despair. That is, I didn't know what to do. Solved the problem of sitting in my living room and watching what was going on with immigration, what was going on at the border. Solved the problem of feeling as though I was doing nothing. I wanted to go in and look. And I didn't know what was going to come of it, but I knew I could do that. Just put myself in the way of it and see what came of looking. So the word witness came to mind. Yeah, I grappled with what a witness was at first. You know, I'm more of a, a doer, go volunteer at the shelter, or go march in a rally or something like that. Be a witness is to observe and record, react. Joshua has always described it as the subversive act of seeing. It's so easy to get tangled in the uh, ins and outs of policy. I was looking for a way that simplified it again. I'm at the border. I stand there and I look. I see the people on the other side. It's simple again. We kept talking. We've got to go. We've got to go. You know, we can't just sit home clutching our pearls over this. The first time we were there, something that's always stuck with me that I'll, I'll never forget. It was getting dark and all of a sudden we just see lights coming and there's big buses and some vans and they have the lights on inside. We're so close and seeing these children. There was just one little girl. She looked so young. You know, I felt like our eyes met, that there was this connection. And I think that's when I thought, I can never look away from this. The simplicity helps you to understand the uh, profundity. A knee on a neck, a river, a border, people climbing the stairs of a plane, or a child in a window looking at you in a bus window that Julie can't ever not see. It's taking what you see and trying to make sense of it, but at the same time always asking, what am I missing here? What else could be going on? You know, there may be the obvious, but of course it could mean something else. Ultimately, us knowing what's going on is going to help us fill out that picture. Whether right. that picture is going to help us stop things, I don't know, but it's better than not knowing. Witnessing becomes the task to stand there and feel the incredible devastation of a thing that's, that is, in fact, out of your control, but that you are willing to say, I see it. 
To me, what it means is to observe and to communicate. Probably every time I would go down, I'd report back, I'd give talks,、uh, I'd write about it, and I think that a lot of people were doing the same thing. Opening up communication, essentially all around the country, get press attention, and therefore put pressure on the government so that they wouldn't feel that no one was seeing it and it wasn't being noticed. Yeah, to me, it's to let the doers know they're watchers. The fact that when we would go out and they'd start moving all these trucks, so we couldn't see people, to me, that was all part of the action. To throw a little bit of sand in the gears of the machine to disrupt their world a little bit. I think witnessing is useful for people who maybe have not been that involved because it's really just saying, "I care about kids. I care about human rights." Acknowledging that I'm no expert, I'm not someone who has worked for Refugees International for 20 years or has a PhD in human rights, but I can tell people what I see. For me, I think it's kind of a first step. I think you can be part of activism without witnessing. You can witness without taking action, but I think for most people, if you've witnessed, it's going to drive you to take some action. I think that witnessing is a very powerful form. Of activism, I remember years ago when I was first working on some gun violence issues. There was a fella; he was a brother in a religious order. He would go and do vigils on a daily basis, just standing alone, probably meditating and praying. And it was from him that I learned that there's power just in being someplace, whether or not anyone else is there with you, and even whether or not anyone notices. What's important is that you keep working for what you think is right. One of the results of witnessing, or one of the purposes of witnessing, is to raise awareness, to get more people to understand and care about what you're seeing. There was one day we were out at the airport. We were blocked in a bunch of places, and we were yelling at the guys going on the plane, "We love you, we love you!" And we we're making the heart signs. And all of a sudden, we turn around, and on top of this building, the workmen that were there had taken、mm-hmm. a big piece of white sheeting that they had. And they wrote "We love you" with a heart, and they were showing it to the guys going on the plane. It was the most amazing thing. What's been wonderful about this is it has been so unorganized. I got nothing against organized groups, but I love it when people just step forward and and show up and do things. You know, it starts with Josh standing there at Tornillo with a sign, and now we're at the point where people just show up. That's how I think we can legitimately call it a movement. You just heard an order of appearance from the mighty band called Witness at the Border: Camilo Perez Bustillo, Joshua Rubin, Julie Swift, Carla Barber, Lee Goodman, Thomas Cartwright, and Margaret Seiler. I'm Sarah Towell, and this is Witness Radio, where we aim to discuss all the issues plaguing the U.S. immigration system today. Whether it's child detention, forced deportation, ICE impunity, violations of due process, threats to asylum—you name it—this is why we witness. We invite you to join us. Don't look away. Become a witness at the border today. There may be a new administration in town, but la lucha sigue. The struggle continues because the worst ills of the U.S. immigration system still remain. Like our page, Witness at the Border, on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Visit our website and subscribe to our podcast. We'll see you here 
there and everywhere. Witness Radio is produced by Livia Brock.